Hi, change agents, and welcome to season two of Mission Impact Series. Mission Impact Series is a podcast that helps your company find the breadth of opportunities in every moment to create impact with two of the wittiest, smartest, and most innovative people in social good, Tracy V. Allen and Ty Boone. This podcast is perfect for businesses and organizations of all types, and our lineup of topics discussed through strategic storytelling will keep you interested in coming back for more. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mission Impact Series with Tracy and Ty. And um, today we're going to be talking about operational framework because nothing gets done in your social enterprise or nonprofit organization unless you have a framework for which to go by in order for everybody to get the job done. And that comes down to operations. A lot of people try to skate on this. Um, They don't have operation manuals together. They don't have um, plans and strategies for how things are going to be done. And this is how nothing gets done and everything falls apart. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you some tips and strategies in the series on how to get your operational framework in check and what goes into each component of that operational framework so that you can get started on that today. All right. So my name is Tracy V. Allen. I am the owner of TBA Consulting Group. Um, I help social impact businesses design, build, and fund their social ventures so that they can maximize their revenue and impact their communities. All right. My name is Ty Bowen. I'm on Ty Bowen Enterprises. Am I So we're going to be talking today about financial management. That's a big thing. Right? girl. <laughs> How much of us have made money in our businesses and we have nothing to show up for it? As quickly as we're making the money is as quickly as we're spending the money. We're not thinking about the dark days. We're not thinking about when our um, reserves go low and it's a dry season for clients and we still have our employees to pay we still have ourselves to pay and we still have all the bills that come along with the business and our personal life. And we did not um, think about real financial management to secure the business and our personal selves. Right. Mm-hmm. So what are some that's, of the things that come along with financial right. management? That's real. Yeah. That whole, that whole little thing you said right We've all been there. We've literally all been there. We're we're shopping, we're enjoying ourselves because this money is coming in. Like, wow, I'm a successful entrepreneur. I got all this money coming in. And then one day you were like, I was a successful entrepreneur, but where the money at? My my PayPal or my um, direct deposit said I made $100,000, but I only have... $50,000 
a hundred dollars in my account. <laughs> We'll get lost in that door. Like legit. I've been there. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I have been there. Okay. <laughs> when we're talking about this, we're talking from a place of truth. Please trust Please trust. But but great time. And you, and you know this comes at a really great time because sometimes we overindulge with at the holiday time, right? And, and it's like, about to get to that season. Yeah, it's like India giving. Oh, talking gift. about that, just to digress a little bit. So Walmart has decided this year that they're not doing layaways anymore. Okay, so this is where the financial management in your life and your business is going to come in. All right, they're not doing layaways anymore. So you're either going to use the firm and pay 30% interest on that um, layaway that you want, or you're going to have to learn how to manage your monies better. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so let's go back to the actual topic. <laughs> what you mentioned and what, I, what, I, I, what stood out to me the most was projections, right? Mm-hmm understanding what seasons look like. And I'm not talking about summer, spring, winter, and fall. Yeah. I'm talking about the seasons in your business, the seasons in your life. Because sometimes they don't they don't mess well. You may be having a, a wonderful season in your personal your personally in your life and then your finances are a wreck. You're like, oh my gosh, it is winter over there. <laughs> it's like it is straight when the trees are yeah. barren. The, the ground is frozen. You can't grow up a tomato if you felt like it because it's not mm-hmm. gonna happen, right? And sometimes that has a lot to do with what season you're in as an entrepreneur, but it also has a lot to do with the season that your customers are in. And yes. you have to, and you have to know this. And I know there's a lot of business coaches out here who sent, who disregard that fact. And they're like, do this and put this on, you know, get this position and do that. And there's the, you know, it depends on what kind of business you got going on. But when you're doing something like you're serving a, a, a certain population, um, the homeless population where we know that in the wintertime, we can get socks for them, but that we're not going to be, we're going to be more likely to have to go look for them because it's cold. They're not going to be hanging out like they were at the restaurant asking for money, all this stuff, because it's cold. They're going to try to, they're going to go try to find the shelter. They're going to go try. So it, it, your work is going to look a little bit different. Your efforts might look a little bit different. You're, you might have to to move your staff around a little bit more differently for outreach because they're going to be in a different place. And you're, you're knowing that this is going to happen at the end of the year, knowing that also at the end of the year, and when I said the seasons don't match, you they may be harder to find, but you also know that at the end of the year, this is where they need the most support because it's cold, because mm-hmm. their families are not there. It's, it's, it's Christmas, it's Thanksgiving, you have mental and emotional and all this kind of stuff going on with the population. So you really need to reach them, but you have to be able to project what you should be looking at, what they should be looking like when you're going to approach them so you can make sure that you're able to do this. Um, and we talked a couple of series ago about um, end of year giving and starting early. When you're knowing at the end of the year that you have to lean your support into the homeless population or one of those populations, you can't just pop up on Christmas Eve and say, hey, I need to get socks. We don't have any money for socks for these people. You got to start this. Early. It has to be a part of your funding plan so that you can know if my program or if my, the service or activity that I'm doing is to support these people who I can't even find, um, you know, mm-hmm. on the day after Thanksgiving, I need to get this money together now 
so that I can have it ready for them when the time comes. Yeah. Yeah, so those financial projections are imperative. That's the only way you're going to know if you're able to um, to fund your programs and services. And let's take our current situation that we're in now. So when you're in business, you have to not just look at what's directly in front of you, but you have to look at all your peripheral views as well. So mm -hmm. if you've been listening to the news right now, they're talking about almost what we dealt with, what, 10 years ago, um, where the market the financial market just kind of like imploded and um, people were losing their homes. People we're about to experience that again. JP Morgan is already um, bracing itself for the one, I guess they say it's going to be even bigger than the last one that we had. And that's because of COVID and the moratorium on, um, on mortgages and rent. Right. So mm -hmm. a lot of money was being spent, was being given this year and i want to talk about time makes a very good point on social media earlier this um <laughs> one, like two months ago and i was like oh damn i don't like her right now but she right right because i was going to do something so i'll talk about that after i make this point right <laughs> i was like geez I, I wish she didn't say that but she's so right um mm -hmm. so right now a lot of people took that money, you know, all of the, the stimulus and the extra $600 for unemployment and stuff like that. I really don't know what people did with the money. I, I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but they don't have it. Expensive. They didn't pay their rent and they didn't pay their mortgages. And now that the moratorium is up, evictions are going to be high and um, the homeless population is going to go even higher unless families are willing to take in other families. And since we're still in the height of COVID, that may not be something that a lot of people are going to want to do. And I'm saying all of this to say, if you're in a certain um, um, demographic of the industry, right, which is a social impact industry, whether you're a social enterprise or you're a nonprofit, if you're dealing with the homeless population, let's say, so last year you may have served 20,000 people. You have to have already known and being, be able to project that this year you may be serving double the amount, right? So that's where some of the financial projections come in, is looking at a whole market, looking at what's going on in your community, looking at what's going on nationwide and trying to project forward what it is that you're going to need and how much of it is you're going to need. So when we talked about a year end fundraisers, that is something that maybe you need to adjust your plan. If you were one of those people who had had, who had planned it prior for this year end fundraising um, campaign, you may need to adjust your fundraising. And that also will need to be part of your story. Why the adjustment? Why do you need more money this year than you needed last year? So a lot of different layers go into it. And that could be a whole webinar type. Maybe we need to do that for urban awareness, right? Um, that could be a whole webinar onto itself of how you do that, what you're looking for and all of that stuff, because it's about to get serious, mm -hmm. right? And if I live in suburbia, and if I think that my suburban community that's quiet, you can hear a pin drop outside, is not, will not, or could not be affected by what's happening, I'll be a fool. It's mm -hmm. going to affect 
all of us. Because when the inner cities get too much homeless people, guess what they're going to do? Start moving out into the suburbs, right? <laughs> Start moving out into the suburbs. Um, so we can all be affected. So we all need to be proactive. And I kind of like went off script, but still, it's still about financial management. Be proactive with what we're thinking about doing with our personal monies, our business monies. And when we're putting those financial projections together, when we're looking at what we're spending in our businesses, right, we need to make allowances for that. So maybe you have a program. This is something that I did the other day. Um, I looked at all of my expenses. I pulled my bank um, statement and I went through all of my business expenses, everything that comes out monthly. And I realized there were programs I was paying for for months and months and months because I pulled three months and I'm not using it. I have never used, some of them I've never used. You know, like sometimes you do a free trial and then they ask you for your credit card information and you never went back and canceled that free trial and then you just keep paying for it, paying for it, paying for it. All of those things, we need to tighten up those um, loose ends, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about financial management, we're talking about that all of that holistically, right? Looking at what you're spending how you're spending it, whether what you're spending is even um, vital to the survival of your business or your organization. From staff, can you consolidate what your staff members are doing? Do you need 20 million staff members? Maybe you only need two. You know, those types of things that we need to just really take a deep look at. And then when you, if you have too many staff members or you have a staff member who's not doing enough and you can give them additional duties, that may free up some more monies for you to create more impact in your community. Mm -hmm. But all of these things go into your story because a very astute um, philanthropist will ask some of these questions, right? They're going to ask you some of these questions. And that's why I'm kind of like, sounds like I'm going off on a tangent, but I really am not. I am telling you things that I would ask if I was going to be donating to an organization, I'm telling you things I've heard other philanthropists ask when they're donating to an organization. There is nothing off limits when you're asking people for money. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm really concerned, you know, about these COVID dollars. I can see your face. <laughs> you look very concerned right COVID dollars, I mean, and, and individuals and businesses who receive mm -hmm. COVID monies um, with no accountability. You know, and, and now we are getting into the stage of accountability, right? So it's like, what happened to these monies? Now, for individuals, it may have been a thing where, you know, I'm, I'm getting unemployment and I'm already the working poor. This is kind of exciting, you know, getting extra money. And, and I'm I'm really not used to having this kind of money. For some people, they didn't even want to go back to their jobs because they were getting more money on unemployment than they wanted to but like, yeah. hey, this is a new thing. And and you have to be kind of, I guess, kind of understanding of some of that um, processing because it's like, oh, now I have some money. I've never had money before. So now I have money and this is, but then once that's over, what happens? Now you're worse than what you were in the beginning because not only do you not have money, but you got evicted. At least you had somewhere to stay, right? <laughs> At least, you, but now, so now you're, and you're creating a, a worse situation than you had. And I think it takes, it, it takes a little bit more than um, me fussing about the COVID dollars for people to really kind of adapt the right behavior for that kind of stuff. But for, for right. businesses, man, we have people who are getting EPPs and idols and city money and all kind of stuff that's never gotten money before. And having mm -hmm. y'all because y'all was telling me well, y'all had employees, y'all ain't had no employees. But I ain't right. gonna talk about 
Um, but I go talk about that. It ain't my business right now, right? Uh-huh. But we have cities and states that were required to give money, so you weren't into any kind of competition or competitive funding thing. It was just like, okay, we got to give money to these organizations, so we're gonna give it to them. Uh-huh. And then what we ended up doing with the monies, I don't know, because a lot of you guys, even when you got monies, are still now at a worse place than you were in the beginning. Just like the individuals, I would expect that with boards and with oversight and with people being, you know, business owners, that they would have a little bit more um, understanding of what they're supposed to do and how they were supposed to utilize these funds to help develop and to project and do all these kind of things. But a lot mm-hmm. of that did not happen. It, but it was probably because of the same kind of culture, where it's like, right. oh, okay, well, now I can do this. I can, I can do this. But Tracy, one thing we talked about um, some time ago was developing something where we included disaster preparedness and you know all that. Kind yes, of stuff yes. In our trainings, and I mm-hmm. think that with financial management, that we should, or somebody should have something like that that's at the core of financial management training. Not that we're scared to spend because we already we we know people say, well, you know, uh, broke money don't make money. You got to spend money to get money. (laughs) We know that. Right. There's a certain degree that you take that. So what do you what do you do? How do you prepare for pending disaster? Because this is like you said, when we started, we are about to enter into something like that. People are being evicted from their homes and look already or about to be, you know, What's, mm-hmm. this is what's coming up and we we've seen this before we know how that works but as businesses and organizations have we prepared um ourselves and have we prepared our people for that probably not because we were just so excited that hey we we got a little relief right here and we're, we're excited about that so what happens next how do we prepare for the future of our businesses whatever that looks like we don't want to shut down the business every time there's a, a right. house right we, we don't want to do that so what kind mm-hmm. of plan place to prepare financially and for the long term yeah so before we end this part i'm going to tell you what it is that you said on social media that i was like oh august i want to say and you came in and you're like nobody needs to do any damn um what do you call it uh school back to school drive <laughs> What happened to all those stimulus money? And I was like, I'm trying to do one for my son's foundation. And then I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but, but crazy. And I was right. like, you know something? I don't really like Ty right now, but she's so right. I'm not doing it. <laughs> because right, right. I, I really, I didn't have to think about I didn't know. Because really, truly what happened, Ty, I did not know because I wasn't eligible so I did not know that they were giving out ty- child tax credits yeah. for months. I didn't know that. Because and I did not also didn't know that even regular folks were getting food stamps yeah. because their kids weren't getting lunches, yeah. breakfast right. lunches. I didn't know any of that. So when you said it, I was like, wait. So I was just about to go spend $2,000 <laughs> to do a back to school drive for my son's foundation. And these people are out here bailing? Out here, out here, I'm talking about you over here trying to figure out what to do. They bought it like it, like it, like it's calling, right? Okay, you got they, you got the food stamps, you got the, the stimulus tax, you got all of this. And if you got yeah. like a little EBT stipend or something for each of these kids, you know, and I did not know that it's necessary, right? But 
at some point as a culture, I think that we fall short because we don't teach um, people how to sustain. We don't teach people responsibility. And I, you know, I, I work with nonprofits. Uh-huh. So I, I wake up every morning and I help people start nonprofit organizations so they can serve people who need service. Right. right. But the goal is not to keep these same people on the services, because if yeah. you do, you're not creating impact. Right. No. Funders fund impact. If I'm giving you a backpack this year, next year, year after that, and I know you just got $600 a, is it a week in unemployment and you got stimulus and you got food stamps and a backpack is $45 and you wouldn't buy your kid a backpack. Mm-hmm. When are you going? When are we going to be the change? Right. right. Change agency. I get it. I totally, I absolutely get <laughs> it. Right there. Y'all see that? It's that way. Change agency. Yep. <laughs> and we're yeah. not. And that's what I said. And that's what kind of made me, I was like, I'm always talking about being the change and that we don't want to keep people prisoners to their situations. And I was like, if I do this backpack drive or this, it wasn't really, you know, back to school supply drive right now, I was like, I will be enabling people for the most part. I'm, not, I'm still know that there's a certain percentage of the population, maybe people who are not able to get help from the yeah. system who would still need it. But for the most part, the people that we were normally going to be giving the, the, mm-hmm. um, the A2 should not really have needed anything. Mm-hmm. If they were managing their funds correctly, that's if it. They were managing correctly, their funds. and sometimes they, sometimes it's not even that. It's sometimes knowing that hey, Trace's organization is going to give out backpacks, so that so you're you're their plan. You're, right. you're they're going to give out backpacks, so I don't have to to buy backpacks for my son this year because they're going to give out backpacks. So I'll put my right. money on some. And I mean, I've been in some crazy situations. Financially mm-hmm. and otherwise, right? Where so I know what it feels like to have to need a right. backpack. When you really need a backpack, you just need one, okay? Right. But at the same time, there has to be some agent of change that comes mm-hmm. in to say, okay, yeah, well, this year you can get the backpack because you didn't get a stimulus check or you didn't get mm-hmm. this, didn't get that. Next year, when I know you got an unemployment, I know you got stimulus, I know you got that. Maybe we're just gonna give you a notebook. We're not gonna give you the whole backpack because you can buy right. you can buy them. You really can buy this backpack if it's something that you really think your kid needs. Mm-hmm. So at some point we, we have to be tr- transformational and we have to be able to, to to have our audiences in a space where they can pr- improve their situations with our help. And mm-hmm. this is how we get the money. This is how the finances come in for organizations because you can see the change. You can see that, hey, last year we had 100 people who needed backpacks because they just really couldn't afford it based on this inf- this data that we collected. Because we didn't even collect the data. We just giving up. We just throwing backpacks yeah. out the truck like, like Oprah out the books at the mm-hmm. book club. You just well, you know that wasn't going to happen over here, but yeah. You want to know what income bracket are you in? Yeah, you know? <laughs> so definitely. But back when we talk about we talk about financial management, this still all goes into financial management. What that allowed me to do was to take the money I was going to be using for the backpack, um, for the school supply drive, and now I'm putting it into the fund, the organization that I support during the Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So that money gets transferred over there. So that's, again, financial mm-hmm. management. So this year, they'll get more than they got last year. Mm-hmm. 
right? So I'm just taking the money and transferring it somewhere else mm -hmm. um, because I now realize I would have wasted my money doing that school supply mm -hmm. drive. And you know that you make a bigger impact transferring it over there, right? Mm -hmm. Because the people who are going to come get these backpacks, you know, we, we already know, hey, they're going to come back again next year. They're going to call you next year. You got a backpack. But you know that this other organization that you transferred it to, they already have communicated their impact. You already know what a mm -hmm. huge difference this is making. So you know that your contribution to this other organization actually helps them with their impact, right? And you know, yeah. you know it. You see it. They send you. Yeah. They they update you. They let you know what's going yes. on. Yes. You, you got this. Yep. You know. I got a big you. thank you letter at the end of the right. year. Thanking for my contribution, telling me how what I contributed to their organization impacted their goals, mm -hmm. right? How mm -hmm. it directly impacted their mission, their goals, mm -hmm. their mission, their vision of what this organization is mm -hmm. supposed to do. So mm -hmm. they'll get more bang for their buck. Well, I'll get more bang for my buck right. because it makes me feel good knowing that right. I can help. Right. And this is why you get right. to other organizations. So if I were just to give out backpacks, what am I, what am I going to say? How do right. I, what kind of goal is this helping me reach? We just gave people backpacks and mm -hmm. why? Because <laughs> they wanted them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.